What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Shoot or Pass podcast. It's all on behalf of Baseline Times, I am your host, Chevy, here. And we are back after what's quite a whirlwind of events in the NBA over the past week here. Uh, but we are back to discuss the resume of uh, playoff games here. And the second round, the conference semis are on and popping. Boston and Toronto has kicked it off. LA teams are showing their strength as they have eliminated their opponents respectively the Dallas Mavericks and the Lakers have eliminated the Portland Trailblazers and we await for the matchups for the middle seats there but nonetheless we have playoff basketball we are back here I have my co-host in the building but first let me tell you where to find me at baseline Chevy on Twitter let's go ahead let's talk some smack let's tweet back and forth let's let's talk about the uh NBA podcaster bracket challenge shall we uh looks like robbie and myself are, are on top here so far so you know just want to open up the show and talk a little bit of trash but let me go ahead and introduce my co-host here gabe robbie lady gentlemen how are you doing today heat nation how are you guys feeling actually <laughs> i mean <laughs> i don't have any words it's pretty good to be a heat fan right now i will say that if you are a heat fan you really believe you can beat the bucks i won't go one way or the other i'm just say good for you <laughs> I mean, I'm down. I'm down with it. Like, it's but Team Miami. Team Miami Heat, man. Let's put Florida on the map. We're, we're in the Florida bubble, Orlando bubble. Let's do it. I'm down. They're going to be the East. Yep. Well, you know, for purposes of, I don't know, Robbie, we're, we're in a, you know, kind of a rock and hard place when, you know, we're, we're rooting for the Eastern Conference finals. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, half of us wants the Heat to go on and half of us wants the Raptors to go on. But anyways, that's a different story for a different day. But how y'all doing? what's going on with you guys beyond you know the the little pause here and, and of course you know waiting to see the heat yeah i mean we're just waiting to see the heat tomorrow but uh before that you know uh, as you know most kids are going back to school tomorrow which is again at home so you know most parents if you are a parent you're just getting your kids ready you know to get back into that electronic world where they have to actually pay attention bless your soul bless your soul i don't know get your minds right know, I don't know how you, you know, do it, man. so us those two are things <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he does it. Where, where, where can the people find you at, Gabe? Tell them where to find you at. On Twitter at GabeXL, Instagram, LG underscore 84. That's what's up. Robbie, how are you doing? Everything good on your end? Where can the people find you at? Yeah, I don't have kids. So for me, <laughs> it's going to be just like rolling out of bed, walking to the kitchen, opening the fridge, and then strolling to my laptop to work. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Robin Hood with an H and a Y. There we go. Well, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show here, it's a whirlwind of events that we've experienced over the last week in, in the sports world, in, in the regular world, and, and you know, us here as Americans in this country. Uh, so just to kind of recap a little bit, you know, uh, all three of us collectively agree that, you know, we would say our words, our peace of mind here, just not for too long in the front of the show. We obviously want to talk basketball. Uh, but just to kind of recap, obviously, most of you all know the Bucks boycott game five last week on uh, Wednesday, which led to all games being postponed. Um, that also had a trickle down effect where WNBA games, MLB games, uh, other sports figures decided to step down NHL games as well uh, and, and just really not play in light of a boycott and a protest for the recent events. Uh, and then that in the nba went on to meetings with players coaches owners referees joined uh wanted to discuss terms of continuing on the season i mean wednesday night you know we're going to bed without the uncertainty of the nba playoffs 
being able to you know be finished out and teams wanted to be out uh re reportedly the lakers and the clippers wanted to be out and um you know that that led obviously to a conversation a uh, players association with the nba and we did get a little bit of uh, feedback where you know they had a couple things they wanted to do and you know the end result was with the owners to work with opening up the arenas to provide distance uh, voting options for you know the communities of the respective cities that these teams play in and then run a little bit more uh, campaigns and ads to vote coming up in november uh play has resumed this weekend so saturday play resumed with the magic and bucks series uh, as milwaukee wrapped that one up and sent home the magic down i4 for a quick drive home um to kind of put this on like a serious perspective here you know robbie gabe uh you know i i guess you know i i would, I would just open up i think i've had enough conversations over the last four months at least three or four months i would say about you know how sports impacts other people and just always on this show you know our views on the baseline series we always talk about different topics different subjects and uh, even you know the, one of the last episodes i remember doing there was with demario and we did an athletes and activism uh subject and i think it's you know it, it's it's so repetitive to the point today and it's just you know i think a couple things coming out of what we saw this week in, in my opinion and, and what i think is that one is good for the athletes you know i think that at some point it's a certain point where people will always have something to say that everyone thinks millionaires are okay mentally and millionaires are okay they shouldn't they should just shut up and dribble basically but Dude, everybody has a voice. You know, we all as Americans here have that first amendment to speak up and voice out our opinion. And uh, that doesn't matter. You know, social status, uh, your bank, you know, financial status, it shouldn't matter. You shouldn't say, hey, just because you make a million, few millions of dollars a year or more millions of dollars a year than anybody else, you, you can't, you know, you can't have an opinion. You can't voice out how you feel, especially to make this place a little bit more uh, better with equality uh, and make it more, more uh, a little bit more social justice out there in the world. Uh, but not to go too far on a rant there, you know, uh, Rob, you do want to open up with a little bit of your thoughts here, just kind of interject in between, you know, what your initial reactions and how you felt so far leading up to the re Zuma play? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, sports, particularly football and basketball, have always been a little refuge for me. And like so many others, I think we've said it so many times, I, I felt completely lost without sports during the lockdown. And when I got news that the NBA was coming back and that they were going to be using this platform to elevate the Black Lives Matter movement and keep the important conversations involving race relations in this country going, I was I was pumped. I thought maybe, just maybe the tide is turning on this fucked up year that it, that's been 2020. A little part of me couldn't help but think, how much work is the league doing behind the scenes aside from what we're seeing on the court and evidently it it clearly wasn't enough and i applaud the players for not being afraid to hold the team and team owners and the league accountable um I, frankly I, I i was kind of all for them sticking to their guns and, and not coming back and and i wonder if any of these players will regret it someday um but I trust and I hope that we will see more tangible solutions from the league. Um, I, I think, you know, it's very clear we need police reform. We need criminal justice reform. We need housing reform, voting reform, immigration reform, equal rights for everybody, regardless of their race. 
gender, sexual orientation, and tax bracket. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Gabe, how about you? What, what about your initial reactions? No, I found it to be good because without sports, you know, you know, you kind of draw awareness to what's really going on. But we know what's really going on. It's the same shit that we've been trying to change for like the past, what, thousands of years. We just want equality. You know, it's not about what political side of the coin you stand on. You know, people just want to be treated equally and fairly. That's all we're asking. And these athletes with their platform, they reach out to so many people, you know, they want to use that power to invoke change. But it, it can't just be them alone. That's why they want the owners who have influence to talk to your local governors, talk to your city councilmen, go higher up to get the change to, you know, be effective. So, you know, like I said, we've seen this before. People have protested, you know, they say, okay, we have your bags, yada, yada, yada. And things kind of just went back to being the same way they were. So we just want it to actually be effective this time around and, you know, vote change and, you know, and people go out and vote and, you know, just, just turn this whole world around. 2020 has been a shitstorm. We just need to change the way we're doing things. So without getting too political, we just want equal rights for all. Simple yeah. as that. Right, right. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we obviously didn't uh, plan this part or discuss a lot what we were going to say individually here. So a lot of this is just kind of just, you know, off off the, the charts there a little bit more, I guess, off the record or uh, I guess you want to call it, you know, it wasn't pre-planned. It wasn't pre-skipped between us. So basically what you're getting is an authentic opinion from us. But I mean, you know, and overall, I would say this, you know, it, it's great to see this happen. But at the same time, me personally, you know, I thought it was just definitely a low point of, of just life and society that we really have the athletes having to get to this extreme measure to make certain things happen, you know, and to me, when you look at everything that has happened now as a result of it was they're, they're interjecting more advertisements and, you know, to go out and vote and pe letting people be aware to go and vote. You know, why wasn't this done ahead of time, you know, and not and I'm not criticizing the movement at all. I'm just criticizing that, you know, I'm just trying to make a point that this is these are very simple things. Right. And why not collectively the owners should be able to agree on reopening or opening up their arenas as as voting locations right come november or you know whenever I, I think that those are some things that it really isn't too hard to ask for um and it just went to extreme measure of hey the players basically had to say hold on a minute something's still happening out there we're stuck here in this bubble we ain't gonna have it we're not gonna play you know and i i just think that at some point hopefully like you mentioned rob this is gonna be just the turnaround the start again of all right, there's a little bit more awareness. And, you know, at the end of the day, too, there's the the transparency. Of, it's probably not as transparent, uh, I should say, but obviously there's financial gains for the, the owners, for the players in between all this. They, you know, they, they got to kind of watch out for each other. So, you know, you, you, there's boundaries that each doesn't want to cross. But, I mean, obviously the owners know that these guys don't show up and play. You know, it, it's that's the product that you put on the floor. The, the Adam Silver knows that's the product you put on the floor, you know. You know, harm that, harm the games, harm the play, you, you kind of don't make any kind of money, right? So I think, you know, it's it's a little bit of both on both sides. But I think we're really fortunate to see them kind of come together and just do this very, you know, short in a short amount of time. And and I, I think it's good to really take a couple of days off. Uh, if you guys think about this, I mean, these guys have been playing basketball every single other day uh, since end of July. Mm -hmm. And I think, it's, I think it's a really good time that for them to be able to just kind of kick back and say, hey, you know what? um to have a few days off to kind of collect especially with everything going on outside in the world it's a little bit better to hear throughout the whirlwind of this week uh just 
the passing of a couple, you know, ties to the NBA, obviously, uh, Cliff Robertson, um, you know, passing. Gabe, you want, you know. Cliff Robertson, yeah, from the New Jersey Nets, <laughs> Portland Blazers. Yeah, of course. Um, not only him, but uh, Lute Olsen and, uh, you know, Chadwick Bosman. So we lost some players. Not, well, not all the players, but we lost some important people this week. So, you know, it's just we paid tribute to them and, um, you know, and hope wish their families well because 2020 has been just a, just a whirlwind of crap for everybody. So, you know, let's just hope that their families are doing well. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, uh, rest in peace for those that we've lost as well over the last week. And, uh, you know, just to kind of wrap up again, you know, like the players, we will just want to use our platform here to amplify social justice initiatives. Uh, obviously, we want to educate when we're qualified to do so and, and also entertain. Um, and the reason why is very simple. You know, some things are bigger than basketball and must not be ignored. Uh, so we're going to continue to do that, do that as well. And uh, if we are missing the mark, you know, we feel, to, feel free to let us know here at Baseline Times. And, you know, I created that, created Baseline Times as well as a, a, an avenue to cover sports equally and you know that's my foundation is equality here at baseline times but uh to get back into the game here uh gabe let's you were literally in the game let's talk about this really quick here you are a celebrity you're a mini celebrity for the miami is a celebrity gabe was well, I mean, a I, virtual fan tell us about the experience well yeah so after getting rejected the first time around to get to be a virtual fan they reached out to mm. i guess people who were previously applied and, uh, you know, saying that if you want to be a part of it, just sign up and, you know, sign a waiver, acknowledge the rules, blah, blah, blah. So I did just that. So <clears throat> the experience goes is that once you sign up, once you get into the room, there's like, I guess, uh, an organizer. And he's telling you what to do when the guy shoot free throws. Like, I don't know if you guys seen it on the show. You have to do like the little wave when the players are shooting free throws. Or, you know, if they make a three-pointer, you just say three. You know, you just get your team hyped and live and be as loud as you can. But um, it's pretty much is that you see everybody on the screen on one side and then you see the live game on the right side. So you're a bit ahead of the TV uh, programming because, you know, TV's on a, a bit of a delay. But um, yeah, it's pretty much like just a bunch of regular guys in a room, you know, just talking sports. We was talking old Heat teams and who's your favorite player and, you know, your favorite team, which year you loved them and, you know, just stuff like that. Just guys having fun rooting for our team and of course you know they actually complimented my blue wig because they said it was different i was like look i'm doing it to stand out i want to make sure that i'm seen on tv and everybody knows who i am but uh no yeah it, it was fun you know it's something that everyone should try at least once you know just to see what it's like to be a virtual fan my only complaint is that i wish that they put us on the back screen you know where the players are running up and down the court instead of behind the opponent's free throw line you know, that's that's my only complaint. But, you know, I really can't complain that much. You know, it, it was a fun experience. We all just got to hang out and just talk. If you guys want to see a, a picture of our <laughs> star <laughs> at Baseline Times on Instagram, he looks lovely. He looks lovely on the TV screen. It was very exciting to see him. And I that tried. blue wig really helped. Was your Was your stepdaughter pissed that you took the wig? No, she was Those laughing. Wig, she was like, right? Yeah, she was like, why are you wearing that? And she was trying to, of course, get in the feed. I'm like, no, you can't do that because if you get in, they're going to kick me out. You know, just stuff like that. You know, she was having fun with it. And I wanted to play the ukulele, but if you put up objects, it kind of distorts the picture. So I don't want to take the risk of doing that. 
But um, no, yeah, she, you know, she enjoyed it. And they saw me on the TV trying to get pictures of me live <laughs> on the game whenever they showed the guy shooting free throws. But it was pretty hard to catch. But no, it, it was a fun experience. And, you know, I enjoyed it. Was there any weird rule that stood out to you, like when you're signing the waiver? No, I mean, aside from you can't advertise, obviously, you can't wear wording, you can't wear stuff that has offensive language, you know, typical things like you wouldn't do in an actual arena. So, you know, you just had to be yourself pretty much. Um, you can't have more than one person in the frame. You know, very simple rules, which is understandable. But yeah, other than that, it was pretty much a free-flowing process, and we all enjoyed it. So were you having like um like this virtual chat where people saw you with the blue wig or was that just yeah 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 because okay. on the screen like i say it's like a split screen you have one side is where you and all the people who are on the tv you're in that room so you can see everybody in their chairs and you had to wear a black shirt by the way because one guy was wearing like a uh heat jersey and the guy was like no you know we love your enthusiasm but you gotta wear black <laughs> because you know, it's the playoffs yeah so you know he had to change his shirt from a black shirt but uh, yeah, the rules are very simple. Just wear black, be loud, be respectful, no advertising, you know, no no terrible words. So, but, um, so, no, people, it was, it was very simple. so people saw you, you were having conversations with people with this blue wig on, basically. Yeah, yeah like, like the organizer, yeah, he was like, hey, I love this blue wig. Like, what made you come up with this? I was like, you know, I just, I just want to make sure that I, I'm seen on TV because I'm pretty sure at the rate the guys get up and down the court, you may not catch me in a crowd of people. So I, I wore the blue wig just to stand out for that reason. And say, hey, great job. I love it. Keep it on. We're good. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's a, that's an awesome experience, man. I'm glad we actually got this captioned recorded. It sounds yep. like a real funny, you know, that, that that's really cool, man. Well, Gabe, well, you, you made it, man. And, and again, everybody at Baseline Times on Instagram, Twitter, uh, you will see our promo for this episode. And it features Mr. Blue Wig Gabe. You're a good sport, Gabe. That's all we have to say for you. I do it for the Thank team, you, baby. Gabe. No Thank doubt, you, no doubt. And, and the heat swept. So yes. couldn't get any better, right? Yes. Win-win. Like you're, you're, you're like their good luck charm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to say I am, but I kind of am, you know? So, there you go. That's what it is. Shoot or pass. All right, let's get into some shoot or pass here. You guys know the drill. I will read the statements. If we agree with the statement, we will shoot. If we disagree with the statement, we will pass. First shoot or pass, the Milwaukee Bucks should have given the other teams a heads up on their plans to boycott game five of their first round playoff series game. Shoot or pass, Robbie, on that one. I'm going to say shoot, and obviously this isn't to condemn the Bucks in any way, but damn, at least give your opponents a heads up so they're not on the court wandering aimlessly, giving off the perception that they didn't really want to boycott themselves. And I get why Bucks players didn't do it they were concerned about this getting leaked out but i mean you know you could have shot one of the uh, magic players or coaching staff a text i'm sure they would have willingly participated and kept it quiet themselves yeah i agree i see shoot as well like give people a heads up or if you're going to do this kind of you know at least you don't gotta tell the whole league but at least tell your immediate opponent like look guys this happened in our city you know it's close to where we play our games like we don't feel right playing tonight you know, let's maybe just pass on the game. From what I hear, they was willing to forfeit the game if it came down to it because they didn't know what the repercussions were for actually boycotting the game. But, um, yeah, I agree. Just give them a heads up. That way they're not just wandering around the court aimlessly like, oh, what's, what's going on here? So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I got to agree with you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and shoot on this, especially at least like the direct opponent, not to 
be too much of a homer about the Orlando Magic. Just give us a heads up, the home team, a heads up. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I would agree with that part of it. At least the home team and, and maybe the spur of the moment uh, as the teams are, are, you know, planning to walk in. I'm sure that their locker rooms, there's a tunnel somewhere. Come on, there's enough media guys around there or staff guys that are around there that can make a message, you know, run down the other locker room, make a message and say, hey, you know, this is what's going on. Fair warning. But uh, that's pretty much the furthest extent I would say of notifying the, the other team or somebody else maybe not so much the league because I kind of agree to really be that shocking of an impact it kind of needed to happen the way that it went down a starting lineup featuring the Balkan boys could defeat one of the starting lineups of this season's NBA's all-star game and set a seven game series Shooter pass on that one, Gabe. Um, I'm gonna say shoot. I'm gonna agree with that. I mean, look, look at the roster. The starting five. You got Gorin. You got Luca. You got um, Nicola. Both Nicolas. And um, I guess whoever the fifth guy wants to be. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on who the other guys were. But they're very talented. I mean, the European players have always played the game the right way. You know, they're all about passing and movement of the ball and stuff like that. Whereas in the the uh, American guys were more about isolation ball. So, you know, they're all very versatile in their skill sets. You know, it, it just depends on which team they're playing. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't downgrade them for a second. Hmm. So this lineup would be filled with like centers, you know, like he said, <laughs> yes. Nurk, Jokic, Vooch, Boban. Um, so definitely a lot of depth at that position and they would clearly have a size advantage and you know we know luca may just be one of the best of all time and we all know how i feel about the slovenian cockmeister goran dragic but there would be like <laughs> no defense being played here and if you're going up against a lineup that features lebron ad and james harden who were on lebron's uh team lebron's starting lineup for the all-star game this season you're gonna need some defense to stand a chance so i'm gonna say pass but this would be really fun to watch. Like, I am super down for a Balkan Boys super team in the future. Now, if they were playing the Nets, sure. Yeah, I did say depending on what team they're playing. Well, yeah, if... Gabe, it's... it's <laughs> the bullet point said one of the all-star team lineups, sir. All right, all right. Sorry, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> By the way, before I do answer this one, shout out to our very own uh, John Glowitz. He did produce... An article uh baseline times.com circle around right now uh it did break down the balkan boys versus a team usa which is it's a great article by the way and uh, he actually kind of put this in perspective and i'm actually gonna go ahead and pass on this one i don't think that the balkan boys can defeat the uh top team usa or top nba all-star team in a seven game series but they pretty much come pretty close i would say and you're right robbie this team is full of centers i mean Nikola Vucevic, Jokic, Boban, I mean, incredible. Like, that's an incredible lineup. I think it's, it'll be a fun lineup. I'm down. I'm down to say this. I want to see a Balkan super team form in the NBA. Let's go ahead and do it. Screw it. Let's just do it. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm down for it. Let's make some magic happen there. But uh, yeah, shout out to those guys. They, they, thank you for, for giving the league some international flavor and the pictures are incredible on Twitter, you know. So I, I think thank you for Goran for sharing that. So, you know, shout out to Goran for you, uh, Robbie. The Slovenian cockmeister. <laughs> Shoot or pass. The first round playoff series with the worst officiating has been the Oklahoma City and Houston series. Robbie, shoot or pass on the referees. Oh, oh, 
Shoot. And and this became a lot more obvious after last night's game. So we know the league is investigating the incident that went down in the third quarter between Dennis Schroeder and PJ Tucker. Dennis nutchecked PJ and then there was a scuffle after and it caused them both to get ejected. And and I ask, where is the line drawn here when it comes to the crown jewels, boys? Game one, Harden raises right knee while jump passing and nails Dennis in his dong pillows. Game three. CP3 nailed Ben McLemore in his crotch nugs. None of these drew attention from the league office. Did I Google different nicknames for balls? Well, looking for an answer for this question. Indeed. And, and let's go back to game three real quick because game three had that disastrous no call uh, involving Eric Gordon, Dennis Schroeder, who got tangled up while the ball was getting inbounded and then the ball went out of bounds and OKC got the ball back and then SGA hit a three. The game went into overtime. Harden fouled out and of course, OKC won the game. Um, it came out in the two minute report that Schroeder should have gotten the foul. So yeah, this 100% has been a series with the worst officiating to me. Shooter pass, Gabe. Well, damn. How do I follow up with that? I mean, I'm going to just agree with everything she said. I mean, she pretty much <laughs> nailed it on the head. Babe, just go so. on Google and look for nicknames <laughs> for balls and, and just, like, start hammering. I don't know what the fascination with people getting hit in the balls was about, but, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was just a mess. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to just agree with what Robbie said, and we'll, I'm going to pass it to Chevy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I got to agree with you, Gay. Do you agree with Robbie? So we're going to go ahead and we're going to shoot on that one, right? So You agree. He agreed with me so much that he said my name wrong. Damn, Gabe. Oh, <laughs> Robbie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, 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 guys, real quick. What What do you guys... This is kind of inappropriate, but... What do you guys nickname your crown jewels? Dog pillows? Crotch nugs? Grapefruits. I mean, that's it. Jesus, Gabe. Grapefruits. I'm just saying grapefruits. Oh, my God. Shout out to this big man. <laughs> That's too funny. I, that's that's. I might have to go to Google on that one. To be honest with you, I'm gonna have to go to Google on that one for sure. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, kind of just coming back to full circle here. Uh, I guess I would have to agree with that, Rob. You did a really good job there, and thank thank you for sharing your Google history um with us. But uh, I guess so because you know obviously KP had that little extensive. Uh, part of game one of that Maverick series with the Clippers where he was tossed out but I think the officiating has gotten up a little bit better especially based on uh, you know one of the Morris twins Marcus Morris you know over there hacking Lu uh, Luca a couple times right so I think it's gotten better in that series but yeah I gotta, I gotta agree with that That's, and, and part of it you know it may not be on the officiating I mean sometimes these guys are just doing things to do things man it's just weird but definitely interesting series uh, OKC and uh, Houston there all right, next shooter pass. The next head coach of the Brooklyn Nets will be Greg Popovich. Gabe, shooter pass on that nah, one. Nah, I'm going to pass on that one. Greg, he is so comfortable in San Antonio. There's no way he's leaving that place. He hasn't made, I think he's like, what? He plays, he's, he's like, he plays dual positions for the franchise. I don't see why he would, this late in his career, by, by the way, go to the Nets. Even though they got a lot of promising talent in Durant and, you know, Irving and a nice young core. Um, but nah, I think he's going to retire a spur. So I'm going to just pass on that right now and just get that over with. 
yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to stick with my boy Gabe here. Pass. You know, I know Katie and Kyrie have a relationship with Pop and would probably welcome him with open arms. Um, but it's like Gabe said, you know, um, Pop serves as the head coach and the I believe it's the president of basketball operations. And and I, I find it really hard to believe that he would relinquish the control and, and to a certain degree, even the privacy he has being in a small market like San Antonio to come to Brooklyn just to be a head coach and have the spotlight up his ass. I, you know, like Gabe said, I, I see him retiring instead. But listen, Tom Brady left the Patriots, so anything is possible in the year 2020. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I mean, I got to go ahead and pass on this one. And, you know, I think it's all about Pop being with the silver and black instead of going black and white. So I, I just don't see it. If anything, you know, he can let Becky take over on the bench as a, as a head first, you know, female head coach. And then kind of just play behind the scenes until he's really ready to officially kind of step away from the game and just, just relax and chill. Uh, but yeah, definitely not going to see. Hopefully I don't, we don't see it. But like, again, Robbie, 2020, you're right. I don't know. We'll see. You heard it here first. Chevy gave you some exclusive intel. Greg Popovich's favorite colors are black and silver, not black and white. Oh, he's a Raiders fan. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Shoot or pass. Just like in the first round, none of the upcoming semifinal series in the Eastern Conference will go to seven games. Robbie, how do you feel? Shoot or pass? I wanted to say shoot. But I'm going to say pass, especially after watching game one of the uh, Celtics Raptors series. Um, that definitely made me change my mind a little bit. Um, I, I do think both series in the East will be more competitive in the second round. But one team is eventually going to pull away and win it in six games at the most. And obviously those teams are going to be the Heat and the Raptors. Um, I do think <laughs> the first seven game series will come out of the West. I actually thought that the clip that the Mavericks would push the first round series against the Clippers the second games um but unfortunately we're we're not going to be seeing Luca the God and Boban playing anymore for this season hell of a combo I'm gonna pass also I, I do however believe that both teams or both series in the east can go the distance I mean I like both matchups now I don't know if Toronto just came out flat today I don't know what the problem was but Boston looked pretty primed and it was ready to go and they just took it to them in this first game so you know i can see the heat doing the, i'm not being biased but i can see the heat doing the very same thing taking game one even though home court doesn't mean shit but i can see them pushing both series to seven games if, if need be the only thing i will say that might not work is if Giannis just goes on a crazy tear and no one can guard him so the belief is that band can give him problems we'll, we'll see if that's true but um, I, I think both series in the East will be very competitive. I don't think they'll be short at all. Uh, I mean, Gabe, I'm really, I, I, I believe in that. And I really do. And I, I just, I really struggle with this one out of all of them. But I would say, I'm going to go ahead and pass on this one. Um, because I, I, I feel like it'll be very competitive to a point. We, we already saw Boston do some numbers against Toronto, right? But you, you you feel you gotta have that feeling that, that that's Toronto's not, not just gonna lay down and just lose like that and not win a couple more games. I think that you know Boston's probably gonna lose a game by double figures. They'll, we'll get a couple close games in there. But I think some most of them that we're looking at here so far in the you know the East semifinals, these both series, we're looking at a competitive series either way. So I can kind of agree with that there. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna pass with this one here. I think one of them at least goes to seven games technically 
All right, shoot or pass. Ben Simmons is the answer to the Denver Nuggets defensive problems. Gabe, do you think Ben Simmons is a solution? I will, I will shoot on that. Um, look, I give Ben Simmons a lot of crap. You guys know on this podcast, him in the 76. I give him a lot of crap. But Ben can actually play defense, and the Nuggets don't play defense. So if you have a big guard like Ben Simmons guarding the opposing player's best player because Ben Simmons is, what, 6'10", 6, 6'11"? He can do he can do wonders for that series. Unfortunately, his offense will be the issue. But um, if he were to go to Denver, definitely because you got Jamal Murray, dude's a dynamic scorer. But I mean, he's getting carved the hell up. Let's be honest. I mean, they don't play defense on that team to save their lives, and it's evident in the series. They're down three two, and they're playing tonight. But I, I I can I can agree with that. I can see Ben Simmons being a defensive uh, uh, solver for that team, or at least help at least. I can see it. You know, getting a player who can defend all five positions uh, to com- uh, to complement Jokic on the front court could work, but I'm gonna say pass because like, who who do you give up if you're Denver for Ben? You're not gonna give up Jamal Murray or do you no. give up Michael Porter Jr. I mean, is Ben Simmons and his invisible jumpers and threes worth giving up <laughs> your shooters for? Would would Philly wanna? give up one of their stars for a guy like Michael Porter Jr. who is a huge defensive liability? Is it worth replacing that powerful Murray and Jokic two-man game? Uh, I think, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that Denver needs some some better D, but I wouldn't go as far as to say that they should trade away all of their offensive, any of their offensive weapons just yet. So Let me tell you one more, one, more, one more thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously it wouldn't be a trade straight up Ben Simmons or um, Porter Jr., but if they were in diff- if they were in like reverse situations, you put Porter on the Sixers and Ben on the Nuggets. Uh, Porter can actually score. He's a very great offensive player. Now his defense, eh, we know that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's, let's talk it's... about his defense. There is like <laughs> no defense there. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's the offense they desperately need behind and beat because there's no one else on that team that can create their own shot other than Richardson and maybe Burks off the bench. But that's not here or there. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to shoot. I mean, sorry, I'm going to actually pass on this one. I'm, I'm going to pass because I, I I don't know what Ben Simmons really will ultimately, you know, solve for the Nuggets in, in the way that, I mean, defensively, you know, I mean, he, he's, he's a you know, big size, you know, guard. And then if now, depending if they want to put him as next to Jokic on the, in, the, in the front court, I mean, what do you do? What do you do with Ben Simmons' roster? And like you mentioned, Robbie, what do you give up for him? I think that that's the biggest question, the underlying question. But I'm going to go ahead and actually pass, you know, just because I don't know if Ben Simmons really truly solves defensive problems uh, for Denver. And and I say that because of the record of, of Ben Simmons. I mean, it's not obviously all the way fair because he hasn't had a healthy opportunity this season. But, I mean, looking at what Ben Simmons is... I'm a little sketchy on Ben Simmons now. Like, I I don't have full faith in him. I, I want to. I, I still have, like, I still have a little bit of hope for Ben. But, and it's there. I don't think his career is completely ended. I'm not trying to say that. I just think that at some point, like, I'm not sure what Ben Simmons really brings to a team right now until we really get to see the next couple of seasons and see his game really develop. Because it feels like an... Like every year, every season, every you know, even after, coming back into in, in, from the bubble, Ben Simmons is supposed to be this renewed player, and we still haven't seen it. So that's where I'm at with Ben Simmons. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Teams have been eliminated from the NBA bubble. We have to send them off yet again. 
And here is another week where we have to send them off. And we have myself, Robbie, Gabe. We prepared some beautiful eulogies here again for the Brooklyn Nets, Indiana Pacers, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Orlando Magic, the Portland Trailblazers, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Denver Nuggets. And I'll start here with the Brooklyn Nets. This is a celebration of life for the Brooklyn Nets, who exceeded expectations with a depleted roster. They defined the next man up mentality and are expected to continue to prosper. While we don't understand the need to go after Greg Popovich or why Tyler Johnson had has been named Meth Curry, we do wonder how KD, Kyrie, Dinwiddie, and Levert will share the ball. They've got a short or they've got a short <laughs> they've got a short offseason to figure this out, so they better hurry. Barring any injuries, this team is built to be a top contender. Nets fans, you have no reason to cry or feel bitter. But one thing you should probably worry about is how to keep Kevin Durant's cringy ass off of Twitter. Yikes. Indiana Pacers. We are gathered here to say good riddance to the Indiana Pacers, especially yes. to TJ Warren and the Bubble Goat Fever. After another 4 0 sweep, we ask that you hold the brooms because we've got the vacuum peener. You gave up too many offensive rebounds and were no match defending the heat at the three. Your bench could only muster up three points in game four. Whoever bet y'all against the spread in Vegas lost a lot of money. Not uh. sure what's funnier. DeMontis Sabonis finally getting to the bubble only to quarantine for two days and gets him back home packing. We're firing Nate McMillan a few weeks after giving him a contract extension. Regardless, Heat fans are joining Jimmy Butler and celebrating this bushwhacking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gabe, you're supposed to be crying. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers. Let's state the obvious. The 76ers are a dumpster fire. Oof. Bad contracts terrible trades no chemistry on this team we can't even say that a new head coach hire will give them the chance next season to redeem trading away all their shooters only magnified the problems should have known ben's injury would inevitably seal their fate though he still wasn't hitting any jumpers or attempting any threes and joel and b did not use his size or ability to get to the post and dominate dominate where the hell do you even go from here it's likely it won't happen, but they should clean house, literally. Tonight, we mourn with all of the broken hearts in Philadelphia, for the process has failed us all miserably. Trash. Trash. Orlando Magic. We always knew the Orlando Magic were doomed. No Isaac, Gordon, or Mo Bamba left them at a great disadvantage. Not even a boycott could help them find a good groove. So much for that ultimate home court advantage. Terrence Ross offered them an offensive punch, but James Ennis was airballing and getting fined for his on-court behavior. Wesley Wundu should have played more minutes, but he's on Cliff's shit list, making it an impossible task for Vucevic the magic savior. There's a few silver linings for this team. The Bucks were exposed during their first round series run. Let's end it on a positive note for the 45 minute bus ride home. 
they will always have the surprise victory against the top seed in game one. That's it. Damn. Welcome home, guys. Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Portland Blazers. We should have seen this one coming. When LeBron started posting pics of himself, quote unquote, reading, the Portland Trailblazers may have surprised us all with a victory in game one. Turns out shooting wolves for the intellectual king in LA were only fleeting. It was a season plagued with injuries aside from a global pandemic, but it wasn't enough to stop the bubble MVP from reigning the fourth quarter game time. He had some help from Gary Trent Jr., Nurk, and CJ and a man named Mello who was playing like he's back in his prime. It was a magical run at Disney World. Wonder what Dame Dollar's new album will be about. Even though the deep playoff run would have vowed come up short, this team made Uncle Cliffy very proud, no doubt. Rest in peace, Uncle Cliffy. R.I.P. Dallas. Maverick. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> we reluctantly part ways with the beloved Dallas Mavericks. They weren't expected to compete with the Clippers whatsoever, but I'm willing to bet that when Luca hit that buzzer-beating three, Pandemic P thought his chances at a ring were over forever. An ejection and then a season-ending injury sidelined the unicorn. Then in game five, Kawhi and company shot a whopping 62% from three. At least it appears they've uncovered a new offensive weapon in PG-13's ex-girlfriend's new husband, Seth Curry. Cheer up, Mavericks fans. You have so much to look forward to. You've heard Mark Cuban loud, clear, and with no remorse. If I had to choose between my wife and keeping Luca on the Mavs, catch me at my lawyer's office preparing for a divorce. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up our show for you all on this episode here as we head towards the second round of the NBA playoffs here. And hopefully we can prevail into the conference finals here. Another couple weeks. Robbie, Gabe, any shout outs today? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I, I got a shout out to the legend, Michael Jordan who took a strong position in helping our mostly white NBA owners understand players' point of view and made it very clear that he wasn't just speaking as a fellow owner or a former player, but he was speaking to them as a black man. He basically served as a bridge between the owners and the players and seemed to play a big role in getting them to come to a viable agreement to bring games back by while continuing to push for reform so you know for a man who has been criticized in the past for his lack of action uh in these kinds of situations it's a pretty freaking big deal so shout out to shout out to uh michael jordan piggybacking off of that i'm gonna give a shout out to miami's very own udonis has them hey <clears throat> i heard he played an instrumental role in getting the guys to restart the season because um Guys like LeBron James and Lloyd and Kawhi Leonard wanted to pretty much end the season and pretty much say, that's it, we're done. But from from Udonis's, uh point of view, he said, think about the younger players who aren't as established in the league right now who kind of need this income, you know, to play these games, to get this money, because, you know, having an income right now is very critical in the times we're in. So, you know, he was instrumental in getting the guys to, you know, on their behalf, continue playing this season and finish it out. You know, he's 40 years old, 41, whatever he is. You know, he was a voice and a veteran of all the players on the game right now. 
on the courts. So, you know, shout out to you, Donis Haslam, for getting them all together and uh, coming back to uh, finish the season because we need sports. Good on him. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I wanted to really just shout out here. Um, de- definitely, you know, Chadwick, um, basically for proving and showing to the world that, you know, in the middle of your own fight that you could still get up and progress yourself and uh, make an impact on other people's lives. And I think it's always a, a great story. You know, we, st- we started this year, unfortunately, with Kobe Bryant. And then here we are pretty much eight months later talking about, you know, Chadwick and his journey and what he's been able to provide and give us here. So I just wanted to shout out to him. And, you know, it was very shocking, you know, uh, just was late Friday night on the East Coast here that we found out and uh, definitely different. It was different to learn that, uh, you know, his circle is people. They kept this under wraps and he, you know, he gave us something which was extraordinary and has played basically, you know, a literal hero to a lot of, you know, little boys and girls out there. And um, I think it's just an amazing story, man. I think that it's such a, you know, a negative thing to happen, but a, a positive story we can embark on in 2020. And it really... Uh, push forward as people here Wakanda forever all right ladies and gentlemen you guys can find us at baseline times instagram twitter check us out at baselinetimes.com also don't forget we got the nba podcaster bracket challenge updated robbie how are you feeling we actually you know got got a couple things right which puts us about 100 points ahead of the competition so far for number one nice i mean considering that i kind of winged the bracket i feel fantastic i feel like <laughs> fucking genius i mean josh came on, josh, josh from the dime came on and called me a genius last week so you know i'm into it you know you know me you blow my we're head on up top, i'm running with it absolutely i i'm definitely happy i'm proud i'm proud we're doing we're down doing a lot of great things all we do is you know we get wins here that's all we do all right, you guys want to plug your socials? Gabe, okay, where can we find you at? My social? You see a social security number? I ain't giving that up, though. No socials, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, no, Debbie, I will also not be giving out my government information, okay? I don't no, need no. the people, I don't need the government to know that I'm Googling fucking balls, like nicknames for balls. They already know that. <laughs> nah, Twitter. Trust me, they already know. Like You're Gabe right. And Instagram at Ella G underscore 84. And I am on Instagram and Twitter at Robin Hood with an H and a Y. And as always, you guys can find me at Baseline Chevy on Twitter. Let's throw it down. Let's talk some smack. Let's talk some hoops. And again, check us out. Baseline Times. We out. <laughs>